your spring break. I hope it was good. Mine wasn't all that great, not going to lie. You know, it happens. Last spring break ever, I decided I was going to go up to around the Hardy Mammoth Springs area and do some camping and fishing. And hoping it'd be sunny, but uh, nope. The weather gods decided that they're just going to drench rain down on top of me the entire week. And so I went out there around Monday, I think it was, yeah, Monday afternoon. It uh, didn't really do anything. It kind of sprinkled a little bit through the night, but it wasn't coming down hard. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, and then uh, Tuesday, it just started pouring rain. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty miserable out there. We were in a tent. Most of our food was outside. And, yeah, it was pretty miserable. Tuesday was miserable. But uh, it was supposed to like uh, clear up and be nice the rest of the week but uh, and so we were like uh, let's just stay out the rest of the week if worst comes to worst we go to like a hotel to dry off and stay out of the elements uh, and so we tried and then Wednesday morning we get up early around uh, 6.37 ish to do some fishing and uh, it wasn't raining. And so we're like, okay, okay. We can stay out here a little longer. This will be fun. And then, lo and behold, about an hour later, it started to rain again. And at that point, we were just like, screw it. And we were all pissed off. And we packed up everything, threw it in our vehicles, and just decided to go home. It wasn't worth just staying out there in the cold rain for another two, three days, however long we were going to be back out there. But and, and, uh, after that, I just pretty much watched basketball the rest of the weekend. That's pretty much how my spring break went. It wasn't anything memorable. Aside from Arkansas beating uh, New Mexico State in the uh, March Madness tournament. So, yeah. That's pretty much how my spring break went. I thought it was uh, uh, definitely one to forget. Yeah, but enough about me. Let's get on with the show. Let's have some. Let's have some happy moments because we don't have many more of these podcasts left to do. So, guess who's back? Back again. Albert's back. Say hello, friend. Do you see that Albert Pujols re-signed with the Cardinals? For the first time since 2011, he'll wear the birds on the bat. It's probably going to be his last season, so he'll get to go out with uh, Wainwright and Molina. You know, he could have stayed there, and uh, well, they didn't want to give him the money. He was uh, that was that was why he left. But still, he should have just said, uh, "I'm just going to stay here in St. Louis." Because the arch was the key to his power, okay? Once he went to Anaheim and then he got traded to Los Angeles for like half a season. But once he went to Anaheim, his his uh, performance just dropped off a cliff. And so, uh, yeah, the baseball guys were punishing him for leaving St. Louis. You know, but 
He's still, I'm sure he made a boatload of money while in Anaheim, more than what uh, St. Louis was willing to give him. So, uh, yeah, now that the NL has finally adopted the designated hitter position, he'll probably be the DH for the Cardinals, just keep Goldschmidt at first base. And we'll see how it goes. Hopefully they'll have a great season. I don't really have uh, very high expectations for it. As long as they win the division, as as long as they win the division, and keep the Cubs out of the playoffs, then uh, yeah, I'll be happy with that. As long as I, I despise, despise the Cubs, more so uh, the Cubs fans in particular. They think that just because they won a World Series. After 108 years, that they're finally out of the basement and they can act like they're hot stuff again. No, the Cubs are still, still St. Louis's little brother, and they should be treated as such. Okay, these Cubs fans really are the worst. The way, the way they treated Steve Bartman after he scooped up that foul ball, or, or uh. Caught that. I think. I think he caught it over the uh, the barricade, and prevented someone. From, I don't remember the what exactly happened, but I just know that they blamed him for the Cubs not making it to the World Series that year. I think they were playing like the NLCS or something, and he got that ball, and that prevented them from moving on. And just the way that uh, Cubs fans treated him was just. It, it was so bad that even when they won the World Series and people were trying to make it up to him, I think the organization even gave him a ring, and he still wanted nothing to do with the Cubs after that. And why would he? I mean, I'm sure he's got death threats. He's probably had to move out of the state, let alone the city. It's, I don't know. I feel sorry for him. If I was Steve Bartman, I would go to St. Louis <laughs> just to piss him off. Even more. You know what would be the perfect scenario is if Steve Bartman was in attendance at a Cardinals game in like a, a Yadier Molina jersey. Excuse me. And uh, like some if like oh who's on the Cubs now? Uh, let's say some. Someone was up to bat for the Cubs, not because I don't even like Chris Bryant's gone, Kyle Schwarber's gone, like all that crew from the 2016 championship uh, year. I mean, they're all gone now, which just shows you how bad Cubs management is that they can't even keep their uh, championship team together. It's what was supposed to—it was supposed to be a dynasty, and it turns out you only win one championship, and then it all falls apart after that. That's poetic justice. But uh, anyway, Bartman should uh, he should be in the like in the along the third or first baseline at Bush Stadium wearing a Yachty jersey. And whenever whoever is up to bat for the Cubs, he needs to uh, if they foul in his direction, he just needs to grab the ball. And uh, well, no, whoever like Goldschmidt or somebody needs to be. Up at the pl up at the plate, about to hit, and uh, 
he needs to rob the Cubs. Again, yeah, my mind mixed that up for a second. I'm sorry. I'm not editing that part out. I'm not editing that part out, though. I'm not editing out that flub either, so i got to fill time. All right. But, yeah. How uh, did I even get it? Oh, yeah. Albert was a... Uh, Albert is back in the STL. So, yeah, let's just hope that his batting average doesn't take a sharp decline on us. Because, I mean, you're you're older anyway. Because I think he's like 42. He's going to retire after this season. Well, at least they say he's 42. Is, is it weird that nobody actually knows his official age? Like, they don't keep records like that in the Dominican Republic. And so, who knows? He may actually be 50. Can you imagine being 50 and still playing professional baseball? Like, that's, that's what Tom Brady wants to do. He wants to play football until he's 50. Maybe Albert can be the Tom Brady of baseball. Except we'll actually want to see Albert. Because Albert's just lovable and Tom Brady is... Uh, Self-obsessed. I'm, yeah, I don't know. I won't get into it. I won't get into it. I'm trying to stay happy for this podcast. But yeah, uh, hopefully Albert uh, can become somewhat the Albert of old. I mean, I don't expect him to be hitting. Uh, I don't expect him to hit like 30 home runs a season and uh, have like a 313 batting average or whatever. I just want to. Relive my childhood vicariously again. I still watch that uh, 2011 World Series uh, Game 6 game every now and then. Me and my buddies will quote it all the time. Uh, Freeze. Hits it in the right. Back at the wall, and it's off the wall. I don't know why people give Joe Buck so much hate. I like him. I think he's a good announcer. I know his dad uh, calls Cardinals games, too. Anyway, uh, you know how uh, people who aren't talented uh, uh, critique other people that are. (laughs) That's what uh, people do. That's what the Internet does whenever they try to troll Joe Buck. He's had some uh, moments over the years, I'm sure, like uh, that call when uh, Randy Moss caught that touchdown pass in Green Bay and for his celebration, he, like, mooned the Green Bay fans. Like, not actually, but, like, you know, pretended to. Like, he just pulled down his, I guess, air pants and just showed his butt to the crowd. And Joe Buck was like, that is a despicable act. And, you know, yeah. One of the greatest on his part, but uh, it's the NFL. You you could, uh, there's a lot worse going on. All right. Uh, And so... We got uh, people getting uh, DUIs and running over running over poor ladies and killing them while being twice over the limit. And Michael Vick can have dog fighting rings. And <laughs> but uh, Randy Moss uh, mooning the people of Green Bay, Wisconsin. That's not uh, not exactly priority number one whenever it comes to despicable acts in the NFL. So, yeah. But that's just, we all have those moments. It's no big deal. But uh, Albert coming back to St. Louis. I need to stay on target. Stay on target. 
stay on target. Star Wars reference. Uh, this is going to be all over the place. But uh, Albert, uh, Yachty, and Wayno all retiring at the same time. This is going to be the uh, end of my childhood. I used to watch them on TV all the time. Like Baseball, uh, like my grandpa, he loves baseball. Like he always watches Cardinals games whenever he can get them. Because for some reason they're whatever this new network is, Bally Sports Midwest or whatever. Whatever just happened to Fox Sports Midwest. It's all the TV rights and everything that the MLB goes through. It's it's so stupid. But uh, my grandpa watches the cars whenever he can. Like, but like when it's at my house, it's always like background noise. Like we'll have a game on whenever we have like people over, and you know we're just chatting and. Every now and then we'll glance at the TV and see what's happening, but like, but like my dad and my grandpa, whenever they get together, it's like, and me, I guess, whenever it's just like the three of us, we'll just watch the games like religiously <coughs> and like analyze them, try to, I guess, predict what's coming up. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know how to put into words like what we do, but. It's fun. I like watching baseball. I like being there. I like actually being at the stadium more than watching it on TV. Just because, you know, you go to a game, you can kind of just hang out. It costs an arm and a leg, but you can just hang out at the stadium, have a few beers. It's kind of a fun environment. You may catch a foul ball, a home run. There's a lot of things you can do. You can, uh, especially in St. Louis, they got that... uh, Oh, whatever. They got a Big Mac land. That's not it. Uh, oh, I don't remember the name of the restaurant, but there's the that restaurant that's, like, in the stadium. Uh, I haven't been to St. Louis in a while, so, yeah. But it's fun. If you ever get a chance to go to a baseball game, you should go. Preferably one where uh, Albert is DHing and Wayno is uh, pitching and Yachty is catching. One where the tr- one where the three amigos are uh, all going to be in the lineup and are all going to be uh, uh, playing with each other. Yeah, brings a tear to my eye. I'm so sad. No, I'm kidding. Uh, hey, it is sad to watch all three of them kind of go out to get or not go out. That's fu- that part's obvious, but just watching them go. Watching them have to go, because I don't know. I've never known Cardinals baseball without without Yachty or Wayno. I mean, Albert's been gone for a while, but he was always in the league. But I've never known baseball without Albert, Yachty, or Wayno. So it'll be weird, definitely, watching them watching them go. But uh, yeah, they deserve it. They'll be in the Hall of Fame one day. At the very least, they'll be in the Cardinals Hall of Fame, if not uh, Cooperstown. Albert definitely deserves to be in Cooperstown. I don't know if Wayno will, but just because of, uh, you know, he's always been more of a, I don't know how to say it, but uh, one of the more underrated pitchers in the league. I don't think he necessarily gets the credit he deserves. Like, he's not a... Uh, He's never won a Cy Young. He's not always on people's uh, top tier 
active pitchers. Like, even though he's, like, 40-something and he's still slinging 70-mile-an-hour curveballs. Like, even though his his curveballs aren't that fast, but they're pretty. And you can never tell where it's going to come from. But, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, but he'll be in the Cardinals Hall of Fame for sure. Like, that one's a no-brainer. I think that's the one he cares about more. Like, uh, like I've actually talked to him, and he's told me that he he wants to be in the Cardinals Hall of Fame more than he wants to be in Cooperstown. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I know what's going on in his head. But uh, Yachty, just from his defensive plays alone, like, just his style of play, like, he has – I know he's not the greatest hitter in the world, but he's definitely I think – I think he'll be in the – I think he'll be in Cooperstown. He'll be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. But, uh, yeah, I guess that's pretty much my thoughts on that. And, uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see how the season plays out. I hope it goes well. Win the division and embarrass the Cubs. That's all I ask. That's all I ask for. I'm an easy man to please. You do those two things for me, and, uh, I'll be fine. If you can't win the division, at least get a wild card spot. Because the wild card spot has uh, worked out for the Cards in the past. That's when they they were the wild card team the year they won the last time they won the World Series, 2011. Yeah, I was thinking 2011 or 2013. 2013 was when they uh, lost the series to the uh, the Red Sox, and I remember that because that was the first they were saying it. On uh, like ESPN, that was the first time the Red Sox had actually won the World Series in Fenway Park since like 19 something, whenever Babe Ruth was playing for the Red Sox or something like that. I don't remember the year that. Uh, I don't. I don't care about the Red Sox. I just remember that uh, series because like it was like Game Two or Three that they had that one quote unquote controversial call for uh, whenever. Cardinals runner was, I forget who it was, Cardinals runner was trying to run home and he uh, bumped into or was tripped up by the Red Sox third baseman and uh, technically was out at home but the ump called interference at third and they granted him the run and that's what won the game. This is all off the top of my head too, I'm trying to remember like who all was there but that's all, that's all I remember but yeah. That 2011 Game Six, that's still, still one of the greatest games I'd ever see, I'd ever seen in my life. And I was only 11 when it happened. And if you think about it, had they lost Game Seven, then uh, no one would probably still be talking about that game if they hadn't won uh, Game Seven. Because you can't have a night like that and not win the World Series. Breeze hits it in the center. We will see you tomorrow night. <sighs> Memories like the ones of old. Oh, forget. I forgot the words to the song. Anyway, but yeah, that's that. Good for Albert. Good for Wayno. Good for Yachty. You will be missed. You will be loved and missed. And so, yeah. And they deserve it. They all deserve it. Okay, let's see what we got next. Uh, let me pull this up real quick. I'm not editing this part out either. 
you come for quality, you're not going to get it. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I try my best on this stuff, but uh, I don't know. I like the Bill Burr approach to things. I just uh, say whatever comes to mind and uh, try to edit as little as possible just because you never know what you're going to catch. And so, yeah. All right. Enough about baseball. Let's get off to the sad, sad realization that this will be Plano, Yachty, and Albert's last year together, and they're going to retire together as Cardinals. Let's move off of that and talk about something that's, uh, I guess, a little less interesting. Well, if you're, unless you're an old man like me, you'll be less interesting. But uh, let's talk about NBA basketball because the playoffs are rapidly approaching. And uh, I bring that up mostly because I actually went to the uh, Grizzlies-Suns game the other night, and the Grizzlies won. They won 122-114. to 114. They beat the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, it was a good game. And uh, I went with one of my friends. She's a Suns I went with a group of friends, and one of my friends was a Suns fan, and she was just insufferable <laughs> talking about how great the Suns were. And so I was kind of happy that the Grizzlies won. Brought her down a peg. But, uh, yeah. This will probably be the, this might be the preview for the Western Conference Final. Winner of that series could possibly move on to the NBA Championship. Well, we'd have to get there first, but it'd be a pretty good series if the, the if the other night was anything to go by. That would be a really good series. So, and of course, I mean Phoenix already has the number one seed in the West locked up. So, even though they lost. This isn't going to affect them one iota. So, yeah. But uh, what shocked me that night was Chris Paul didn't really have that great of a game. I think he only had like five points, I want to say. Yeah. No, he only had eight points. I'm looking at it right now, trying to pull it up. Yeah, for Chris Paul, that was... Not that great. I mean, he was only two for six from uh, field goals. He had he was one for three on threes. That's a uh, really really low numbers for Chris Paul. He only had one rebound, he had eleven assists, but still it was kind of an off night for him. Uh, same for Jameson Crow. Excuse me, same for Jay Crowder. Uh, yeah, Devin Booker pretty much carried the entire team that night. He had 41 points. Dude, like that's, that's like, I know this, it's like Russell Westbrook numbers that people are looking at. But uh, when you're the one having to score 41 points to give your team a chance, like either you need to spread, like either you're ball hog and that's why your team's losing and you need to spread the ball out. Or if you're if it's like a Kobe Bryant situation, like you're the only person that you trust to get points on your team, and that's still bad. So, yeah, did that make sense? It made sense in my head, and uh, I'm keeping that in. So, yeah, 
What's disappointing, though, was John Morant was out. He had uh, something going on with his, I think it was his ankle. I don't remember, but, uh, yeah. So that was the downside. I didn't get to see John Morant play. But I can say I got to see Chris Paul play before. I'm sure he'll retire soon. Like he's, I think he'll get a ring, and then once he gets his ring, his long-awaited ring, he'll retire. But like the Suns have to, I think the Suns have to win this year to get uh, Chris Paul's ring because the window is kind of closing. Because yeah, Chris Paul's gonna retire. Uh, Devin Booker's probably gonna be wanting more money. I don't know how many years he has left on his contract, but you know, I I can only imagine he's gonna want to up his value. That he probably won't be staying in Phoenix because he's dating one of the. One of the Kardashian, uh, almost said something really not nice. <laughs> I'm sorry, but he's dating one of the Kardashians, and uh, you know if he's dating one of them, he'll probably be like trying to get out to either the Lakers or the Clippers, maybe even the Kings. But you know he's gonna be want to be uh, somewhere in California. Oh, he could go to the Warriors. Yeah, he could uh, definitely play on the Warriors. But yeah, uh, talked almost all about Phoenix in this game, not even Memphis. Memphis is the one that won. Yeah, but it was fun. Nice atmosphere. There weren't. We were in the. We were pretty much in the nosebleed seats. But we had fun. I just. Re- I was. Just thinking about it though, there's really not a bad seat in the FedEx Forum because you can still see the court regardless of where you're sitting. Like it's actually actually pretty cool. And even where we were, like uh, we were on like the third deck, like way way up there, and uh, they had like on one of the overhangs they had like TVs that were broadcasting games. So in case like you couldn't see anything. You could still like look up at the TV, and uh, they had the game broadcast in there, which was nice of them. I think they did the same thing at the uh, at the Superdome in New Orleans. I don't know, I don't know if they do them in any other NFL stadiums, but I know they do it in the uh, Superdome in New Orleans. But it was fun. And then after the game was over, we walked around Beale Street for a little while, showing everyone. Uh, all the things you can do in Memphis without getting mugged. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Memphis is definitely a dirty place. But if you go down Beale Street, it's like walking down the Strip in Nashville, just uh, on the other side of the state. Cause uh, yeah, yeah, we walked down Beale Street. We had uh, we went to get the name of the restaurant. But it's like a barbecue joint on Beale Street. And that place had some awesome food. Not gonna lie. And if I would, if I could remember the name of the restaurant, I would give them a free plug. But I don't remember it, so they don't get free advertising on this show, which is unfortunate. But anyway, yeah. Uh, both teams have their. Playoff spots pretty much locked in already, so not much they can do. So, what 
does give me a little hope, though. I just thought it was funny. Uh, the Golden State Warriors, they just, they beat the Suns, and then when they went to Memphis to play the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies just destroyed Golden State. And then, uh, and so, yeah. And then they beat the Suns, too. So, hopefully, hopefully, the Grizzlies can at least make it to the championship this year. Uh, I'm just hoping. Like, this is the first year they've even won their division, let alone, like, a conference or NBA championship, so... Uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, praying to God or Muhammad or whatever deity you worship. Yeah. I forgot they were, I, I just thought it was, I don't know. I forgot they were in Vancouver for a little while. <laughs> My mind is just all over the place today. So, yeah. Hopefully, Taylor Jenkins can get the squad up and going. Yeah. And... That's pretty much, those are my dumb thoughts for the day. Hey, see how I tied that? You see how I tied the uh, name of the show back into the outro? You better, because that's the most clever outro I've ever done on this show. So, <laughs> Thank you for stopping by to the My Dumb Thoughts podcast. I've been your host.